When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone and welcome back to another video. Today we're going to be covering another excerpt from Vader's point of view, his thoughts about Anakin never turning to the dark side. And he goes into this wonderful theory and fan fiction on what would have happened if Anakin had killed Sidious, what would have happened if him and Padme had their children and he was still a Jedi at the Jedi Temple, and a little bit more. This information comes from Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader by James Lucino. This is a Legends novel, but in my mind this is canon. This was made in 2005 when The Revenge of the Sith came out and it was during George Lucas's time of owning Lucasfilm and so in my opinion all of these stories line up to what George wanted. But for the record this is now Legends with Disney's acquisition of Star Wars. Let's begin. So what's happening in this scene is Vader is going through the Jedi Temple. This is of course right after Revenge of the Sith. He's in his suit and he's reminiscing on everything that happened here when he's walking through the empty halls. He sees blood stains on the drapes, on the carpets, on the floor. He remembers certain moments of his life as Anakin when he was a Jedi going through the temple himself at various different moments. And so it brings back a lot of introspection and that's what we're going to be discussing in today's video. So let's begin. Even if he had killed Sidious, Vader says, even if he had won the war single-handedly for the Republic, the Jedi would have fought him to the bitter end. They might even have insisted on taking custody of his and Padme's child for their offspring would have been powerful in the Force indeed. So we're going to continue in a bit, but this is really interesting in itself because it's talking about how if Anakin had even stayed a Jedi, been loyal to them, arrested the Chancellor, he thinks they still would have taken his children from them. And sure, Anakin's perspective of the Jedi is a little bit skewed, but at the same time, I think he has every right to be. They never really helped him in any of his situations. He was definitely a special case, having come to them at the age of nine. And I think that they should have given him a little bit more care and provided some psychological sessions or helping him be mindful of everything that's going on in his life and all of his feelings, instead of just thwarting them away like Master Yoda did when he talked about Padme dying, which was to just don't mourn them, just let them go. And like when he had his thoughts about his mother, Obi-Wan said, be mindful of your thoughts, they betray you. None of them really helped him at all, and so I can see why he felt so distanced from them. Let's continue. For their offspring would have been powerful in the Force indeed, perhaps beyond measure. If only the Council Masters hadn't been so set in their ways, so deceived by their own pride, they would have grasped that the Jedi needed to be brought down. Like the Republic itself, 
Their order had grown stale, self-serving, corrupt. And this is exactly what Dooku and Qui-Gon Jinn were talking about. They had felt that the Jedi Council had become so enthralled with politics and the Senate that they weren't serving the Force anymore. They were rather just serving the politics and the politicians of the Senate. Namely, of course, Palpatine. You know, when Mace Windu said, we are keepers of the peace, not soldiers, it couldn't be further from the truth. They were essentially just dogs. They were slaves. Slaves of the Republic, every single one of them. They answered to the beck and call of Palpatine and the Senate and the Republic. Now, this originally first started with them trying to work with the Republic to rid the galaxy of the CIS because they feel that Dooku was a part of the dark side and anything to do with the dark side is, of course, evil. And once Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan got involved in the trade blockade over Naboo, everything got just meddled and game over at that point, especially with Darth Maul stepping in and killing Qui-Gon Jinn. So I can understand why Vader is talking about the Republic growing stale just like the Jedi, how they were self-serving and corrupt. And indeed, they were. I mean, we all remember what happened with Ahsoka and everything like that. Of course, this was written before Ahsoka, you know, really existed to that extent. But who knows? Maybe George had some input into these lines because, you know, Ahsoka would be released about a year later in the Clone Wars. Let's continue. And yet, if the High Council had seen fit to recognize his power, had granted him the status of master, perhaps he could have abided their continued existence. But to call him the Chosen One only to hold him back, to lie to him and expect him to lie for them, what had they imagined the outcome? would be. I love when Anakin talks about him being denied the rank of master. This is something that he really wanted for many reasons. First of all, of course, because like here, right where Vader says that they had called him the chosen one and then to hold him back from achieving his full potential and not granting him the rank of master yet keeping him on the council was indeed an insult. You got to think of this in Anakin's point of view. Everyone was calling him the chosen one. Everyone was saying he was the poster boy of the Clone Wars. He was the one who saves them. He's the prophecy that will end the Sith and blah, 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 blah. Eventually that will get to your head. And on one hand, you've got the Jedi essentially sucking up to you and telling you you are the chosen one. And then on the other hand, they're putting you in your place and telling you that you are not a master yet. Despite having your own apprentice that calls you master, despite being more powerful than your own teachers and masters at the Jedi Temple, doing jobs that they could never do or succeed in, and yet still not being granted that level of respect old fools. He understood now why they had discouraged use of the dark side, because they had feared losing the power base they enjoyed. Even though enslavement to attachment was what had helped pull down the Sith, the Jedi had been conspirators in their own downfall, complicit in the re-emergence of the dark side, and as important to its victory as Sidious had been. Sidious, their ally. So in Vader's perspective, the Jedi held back from using the dark side and discouraged it entirely because he thought that the Jedi really enjoyed keeping everyone back. Truly, I believe the dark side does grant you faster powers than if you were to really train for them for, let's say, 10 years. You can kind of get to that level really quickly. And this is something Nick Gillard explained to me in his power leveling system, that when Anakin turned to the dark side, he jumped up a level. He just skipped the whole level. Now, he's not going to be, you know, fully mastered that level, but he is now at that power level. He just has to learn how to control it and use these new powers. And I think what Vader is saying is that the Jedi constantly pulled back on use of the dark side because they wanted to keep everyone weak and keep them in line and not let them experience their full actualization of the force and their full potential because then they couldn't control them. So you can see how Vader has this very skewed perception of the Jedi and wants them to 
all be wiped out because he blames them literally for everything. He thinks they tricked him. And in a sense, they were very disillusioned with everything going on. They weren't really serving the force anymore, which is one reason Qui-Gon and Dooku had major problems with the council. Dooku, of course, left, and Qui-Gon Jinn was a master, but he was not on the council. And there is the irony that Anakin, who was supposed to be Qui-Gon's apprentice, was on the council, but was not a master. And it wasn't that Qui-Gon couldn't be on the council. He chose not to because he felt he would be too constricted to their laws and rules and under the spotlight. And he didn't want to do that. Otherwise, they were ready to give him a seat a long time ago. So I think with Vader, we get to see his real thoughts of the Jedi here, as well as what would have happened if he hadn't killed or helped kill Mace Windu. He felt that, well, either way, look, you know, they're going to take my children anyways, and Padme might be dead. So at least this way, he gets to save Padme and keep his kids. So therefore, I think he made the right decision based on his very dogmatic thinking, very black and white thinking. Hope you guys enjoyed this excerpt from the novel. Go check it out yourself. It's a really good book. It's called The Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader, and it takes place just after Revenge of the Sith. Hope you all have a great day. Leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it, and I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>